Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Tonight's guest I met years ago. In fact, this is probably the second time we've had a former student visit us here on the Bobcast. I met him as a young man, and then he grew up into a full-size adult. He is a musician, an artist, and a fan of music. Totally stoked to have Mr. Alex Mandel here in the lounge tonight. We also have Mickey being my young Jamie role for the evening. Yeah, how are you? Brad Norris uh, of the Stern Show. Okay, okay. Soundtracks. Alex, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. So what's new, man? Shit. Uh, you know what? Get up on that thing like you want to French kiss it. Yeah, sorry. Get up I'm on not, there. I'm not used to this, uh, the podcast game. It's all right. Tuck yourself right up in there. Get real close. Feel good. No, so I'm... There you uh, go. I'm working for a company that manufactures culinary tools. It's a very exciting world. Tell me about that. Um, I mean, like, what's the most excitement you can get, like, you know, out of that job during the day? Like, sharp in that field, huh? Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Like what happens? Cut- cutlery jokes. <laughs> yeah, that I can imagine. Isn't there a whole episode devoted on Seinfeld to cutlery? I'm it not sounds sure. Like it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but we we uh we have everything from marble rolling pins to cutting boards. It's anything that you could ever possibly need in your home, and we're slinging it on Amazon, Wayfair, and Zulily, and anywhere your mom would want to go online and shop. What's that guy's name that runs uh, Amazon? He just got Jeff in trouble because of his picture of his penis out there or something like that, <clears throat> not, right? Not, not even. Did you? Did what, you see what happened the description? Again? No, I didn't read that. So the headline was all about racy photos, and I think the raciest photo on there was him in a towel wrapped around himself. And he got upset about that. No, he didn't get upset about it. He so he was being extorted by the president of AMI, which. Uh, owns the National Enquirer and like all those tabloids Um, who's also like in cahoots with Trump like it's been alleged that he buried stories during the election Mm -hmm. to get Trump elected so he was extorting Jeff Bezos over these photos um, because I think the Washington Post which Bezos owns tried to uncover this whole thing about him burying stories and he was just like, fuck that. Like, I'm not getting extorted over a few photos that you have with a girl that's already been outed in this divorce that everybody knows about. So I'm just going to write a blog on medium.com. It's just like, hey, here's everything that happened. And this dude's trying to extort me. And he's connected with Trump. Dude, he definitely got those towels off Amazon. Though. They should have <laughs> mansion. Yeah. Uh- I buy stuff off Amazon. You know, I remember when Amazon first came out, when you would see like people with boxes outside their house, you'd be like, oh, they're doing that online thing as if it was like something new that would be expendable. But then all of a sudden now it's everywhere. When was you know, that? this was like, I remember like 2011, 2010, I lived this apartment complex and like you might see one Amazon box or if you got an Amazon box, it was something like that was ex- now it's everywhere. I mean, like last Christmas, every single 
resident had Amazon cardboard boxes out front, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, it's a convenient way of doing things. I mean, the microphone that's supposed to be here for this podcast is in transit right now on Amazon, you know? I blame it on Jeff's towel. If that towel wasn't there, we'd probably have that microphone. <laughs> probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love Amazon, though. I mean, the, the job, I, the place I work to as well, they sell DVDs on there, you know, and... Um, I always find it fascinating that, you know, you could find, I mean, like downtown Harvest, uh, actually the Golden Dragon, there was yeah. a CD on there for $32. Because I was about to, you know, I was like, I'm going to go, somebody wants a copy, let me get a copy. And I thought it'd be like, you know, 99 cents. Yeah. But $32, I get, well, actually, yes, because recently I filed with the Better Business Bureau about unpaid wages and uh, ASCAP actually owed me a couple hundred dollars that they um, were withholding because they don't send they don't send checks like they used to. We used to get checks actually in the mail and we all go out and you know get drunk and eat steaks and stuff like that you know and live it up That's a nice humble or at least you know <laughs> to the best of our abilities but um, yeah I just got them to uh, finally pay again because now it's just it's harder for an artist to get paid you know unless you're on soundcloud and you're you know supreme patty yeah with like millions you gotta of, be on you know? instagram that's, that's what i'm saying yeah i mean that's an ongoing thing we've been talking about here on the shows too is how instagram has has become the new record label in a way you know who did that soldier boy soldier boy was the yeah. first person on youtube he did that and then soundcloud kind of like blew that up and now all these guys like Supreme Patty and mm-hmm. um, who's the other one? Da- Daddy Longneck, you know? Yeah, I Dan, got into- Dan Longneck. Yeah. Uh, 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 Daddy Longneck. And then there was, uh, yeah, the, the, the guy with the mugshot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Wideneck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was looking up, um, or I was following World Star Hip Hop for a while, and that's all they posted. I just had to unfollow it. It was yeah, too much. I like World Star uh, Hip Hop fights. World Star? Yeah. I know. I, I've you know I've never had the chance to actually film a potential video for World Star. One time outside the Grape Room, when we were playing with Pocket Dial. I remember there was going to be a fight, and I was like, "This is it. This is my moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is the cinematography moment that I've been waiting. I, I've always wanted to capture a fight in great cinematography detail. You know, it's always just like, look, man, I got my phone. You know, holding a certain way. I want to do stuff. You know." Right. Of- but anyway, I mean, yeah, it is odd, right, Alex, how like uh, music in general has become something of a social. If you don't have social media, you might as well not even have a record. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, even like the 40, 45, 50 year old rappers now yeah. are all on Instagram. Like, Speaking of which. Um, <laughs> are you talking about pockets? Are you talking about us? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, nah. no. I'm not 40 yet. I'm almost 40, though, but I'm cool with it. You know, I'm good. Um, Wait, you, really quickly, before yeah. we move on, you think that you can get a cinematic quality fight in Maniunk? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it probably wouldn't last long enough to have, like, you know, a three-act structure to it, but <laughs> I, I've never, I haven't seen a fight in so long. When I was a kid, though, I used to see fights all the time. Fights would happen in school, fights would happen up here in the alley by Acme. Barton Lochner versus Michael DiPolito. You can go out to Fad Street and cut the any Friday, Saturday night. Yeah, I don't go out no more. So see, like you know, like I at the at the pub. So maybe that's what we should do: is like not go out drinking because we don't drink no more. Basically, just go out and be like, "Yo, are you guys gonna fight? Let's film it." (laughs) Oh my god! I mean, I got this Black Magic Pocket Cinema. World Star. But um, yeah, those rappers though. You know, I'm not jealous. I'm kind of you know happy for them that they figured out a new way to do it. You know. 
and the fact that they don't even have albums. So didn't Soldier Boy? He was the first one to win a Grammy, right? Without not an actual. Who was the one that Did he won a Grammy? Somebody won something and didn't actually have a physical CD. It was just like up on oh, the internet. Maybe like a mix. Somebody. Would you chance, mind looking that up? Could you just Google that? It might be chance. Oh yeah, Google. I think is chance, it chance? Chance might have won with a mixtape. Ninja Vitus ain't working right now, man. I got dropped. That's concerning. It happens. It's working. But yeah, man. So you were in a band as well. I remember you were doing your thing as a lead yeah. singer. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm not much of a musician. I was You're um, a musician. I <laughs> if you can get up in front of people, you're a musician. All right. I was uh I was in like a rock band and I was doing rapping the verses and singing the choruses. That's um, performing. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was fun for what it was, mm-hmm. but um it was looking back on it, it's just like something that we all kind of laugh at, mm-hmm. uh, especially how seriously I took it. But uh, yeah. it's, well, it's a serious thing performing in front of people. Yeah. Right? And I mean, like I told you before, I like I fucking hate writing music and it taught me that mm-hmm. I just can't stand it. I'm such a self deprecate like you can't be that hard on yourself and write music and not be able to take that. Mm-hmm. And that's why all the best musicians fuck man sorry musicians yeah it's good i slur all the uh, time they're the best at what they do but they're so fucking hard on themselves yeah you know that self-deprecation thing is a tricky tricky path to walk down comedians too but yeah yeah. one guy just committed suicide yeah Yeah. um, what was his name chris chris's friend uh he had a beard and a bald head i can't remember his name but uh yeah he passed but yeah robin williams too but robin williams i read that he had um parkinson's and he just couldn't deal really? with it you know he's you know couldn't move his body he was very physical but yeah i mean eh, being a musician and hating yourself it's, it's hard bad, it's hard. it's a bad bad beat yeah yeah you know? um i we used to talk about the clown syndrome you know like after you like after a gig when it's like two thirty three in the morning and you're trying to like come down from it and like all you hear is like you know that uh tinnitus in your ear you know and just sitting there thinking like oh man how am i going to come down off that you know and like i just i can't imagine doing it on like a world scale like how do you sleep after a tour you know how do you not become some sort of like walking dead zombie you know like 21 pilots are doing three nights in wembley tonight and the other two but like i just can't imagine that you know i'm kind of glad that i didn't do it too either because how do you I, i couldn't leave my family that long you know, it just doesn't work. I mean, you can do it, but there's a discourse, you know, your son don't know you, you know, when you have kids, you're a young man of 27 years old. Yeah. You know, I, I never really got to the point where I thought I would be on a tour. Well, you anyway, still can, you know, you so. don't have to do that cutlery, you know, that's, you can get back out there. They need true. cover. They, I mean, like if you want to do cover music, cover music, you actually make more money than original music, which is yeah, Cover music is fun. I mean, there used to be this place uh you know where like murray kia is like out there on the the ridge yeah used to be a nightclub there called brownies right brownies is long gone if you drive past the building you can still see like a little bit of the sign but brownies had bands cover bands that would get paid maybe five six grand a night yeah dude. they had vanilla ice there do you remember that i don't remember that I remember brownies. I don't remember the ice. We were like 20 when Vanilla Ice played there. And that was when Vanilla Ice was out there doing the hardcore stuff, which was crazy. He was, uh, 
doing like uh, his music but like ours ours baby too <laughs> call, like weird shit you know so yo I, I i was trying to think in my head um what grade did i meet you in uh, ninth or 10th you were in high school right yeah yeah so that was when i was i think i was a special edu- i was in special education reading and then i was a substitute as well and i remember you would come into class you know you and stingle Two ones I've stayed in uh, contact with. Joe Stingle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on the show before. He was the first one. Now you're the second, you know? Did you uh, ever get over that special education reading disability that Bob taught you? He had no fucking... That was just the class (laughs) I was in. First off, first off, who are you to make fun of people, for Christ's sake? Okay? I'm just listening to what Me, you said. You and I both have speech problems. It wasn't specified that he was you were a substitute. I can't even talk correctly. He saw my glasses and he was just like, oh, <laughs> this kid's been two years behind his entire life. No, Craig, I always think that people with glasses are a little bit more smarter because they're thinking a little bit more harder, you know? Yeah, I've had these for like two years. I just started wearing them yesterday. Why is that? Um, what, what made you well, pick? I mean, I wore them when I originally got them, and I honestly forgot that I had them, and then I rediscovered them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put them on, and then my fiance reminded me that she likes when I wear them, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. You got to do what the lady likes, right? Yeah. So yeah congratulations cool. on getting engaged as well. Thank you. You got one of those, like, uh, that's good. That's <laughs> good. You got one of those, like, uh, beautiful engagement stories? No. Good, good. That's all right. We don't need to share that. We don't, a, lot we, people, uh, a lot of people ask me all the time, like, but can you tell me how you proposed? We don't do that shit. I, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's not our not our thing. So when you get married, you get married in August? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You going to do your own, like, vows? You going to, like, no. write something? No. Just Yeah, that's what I did. Just give it to me, you know? I'm going to let a rabbi tell me what to say. That's good. I had to get married in a church. Uh I guess I could talk about. It. I mean, so I had to get married in my uh, my wife's father's church, and it was against my will, but I did it because I'm trying to be a good little boy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had to participate in something called pre cana. Have you ever heard of pre cana? No. Okay. Is it's it like pre K? Yeah, kind of. So I don't. You, you don't even. Know. I remember it. Yeah. So like, you have to actually go to class. A class that you go to to talk about why you're receiving the sacrament of marriage. Then you have one-on-one conversations with the priest. And these conversations range from infidelity, sex, and all sorts of other personal things. Now, the thing about me was I was ready to fight going into this thing. You know what I mean? Like, I have my own feelings about religion and stuff like that. This guy was prying into everything. Wanted to know, like, you know, how many times we had sex stuff like that really? as, as he was pulling his belt closer and closer to his nipples here. i swear to god i swear to god i won't say his name and i won't say the name of the church because you know that would be wrong but i can tell you that the i think it was the second time we went for a one-on-one with him we were waiting in the lobby and some girl and her fiance to be came running out of the room crying because he had offended her so much and that was just more fuel for the fire for me to be like nah nah you ain't gonna get me you know, and then by the end, I was schooling him on the apocalypse, telling him about all sorts of shit that he probably didn't know. And then uh, I got married in the church, and then I never went back. Yeah. Never uh, became a part of the congregation because, you know, I, I just don't do that. You know, I don't belong. I don't ever want to belong to one group. I don't want to identify as one group. I want to, I want to be involved with everybody in a way, or at least learn about what you love, you know. And, uh, yeah, it was a traumatic experience. 
when I got married in the church too as well, uh, I never forget a good friend of mine uh, who's now uh, one of the leading providers of medical marijuana delivery in the state of California uh, spilled a candle on the rug and the wax is still there. <laughs> My dad tells me because he's been to that church. But yeah, I wish you the best when you get married, man. Oh, thank you. You know, make sure uh, you don't get drunk at the reception. It's hard. I don't drink much. Good. Good, because you want to remember it. I did. I, I drank. I shouldn't have. I got a concussion. I think that night. I, oh I man, it snowed on my wedding, and I slipped when I got out the limousine and just went bam right down on my head. And uh, probably should have stayed up all night, but you know, just couldn't make it. Why is the statue facing the corner? Because <laughs> of this conversation. No, because of the wicker face. Remember, I was staring at the lozenge though. Oh, you still got that laws. <laughs> good, good for you. So, um, where did you go to school again after high school? Temple. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, man. like, let's talk about that. We're both Temple Owls. Temple. And Ooh. coincidentally, Ooh. as I was mentioning before, remember the place we played? Yeah. You were the president there? Were what what did you do with that frat? Oh, yeah. I was the president. Talk uh, about that. What, what was it like being, what was it like being president of a fraternity? I mean, it's stressful. I yeah. mean, you have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. obviously but you're gonna have fun regardless if you're in the fraternity it's more so stressful because if anybody's walking out of there in handcuffs it's probably you mm. uh, and then you have so many people that you have to answer to right you have to answer to the cops you have to answer to people's parents you have to answer to uh the school you have to answer to the fraternity like yeah. national corporation so yeah we played down in that basement and this guy right here jumped up on the, you know, that like little box in the corner? Or, yeah. Yeah. He jumped up on there and was like doing this rap. And I never forget, like we, people really responded. It was a good night. That was a great night. And then we tried to get back in. Like I, I was. When was that? This was 2000. Okay. Or maybe even 2002. 2002, was it? Yeah. Oh, 2002. Drink a bottle of my brew. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um Temple University, man. So I went to Temple and I worked. I took the R6 there. I wasn't staying on campus and stuff like that. So my college experience was more, it was a little bit different than everything. But I did enjoy going there. Um, did I need four years? No, I did not need four years at all. Maybe like one and a half, technically. Did it prepare me to be a teacher? Absolutely not. Uh, if you're a young person listening to this, don't go to college, learn a trade. Okay. When we were in school, Mickey and I, everybody, you know, they were like, don't do, don't go to the tech school, man. You go to the tech school, you're going to be, you know, working a job, like manual labor. These guys working manual labor now making almost like, you know, three figures. You know, it's just like, okay, I went to school for education. I, I, it's mixed feelings about it. I'm glad I don't go there now. You hear they got the mumps? Yeah. Seven people. I had to actually look up the symptoms of mumps. Yeah. And one of the symptoms symptoms was uh, swelling of the testicles. Did not know that. I mean, like your face goes like this, like it's all mumpy. Yeah, see, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get some mumps real quick. Just you got mumps? I'm gonna go get them for this side effect. Really. Well, I mean, like, yeah. The weird thing is, is that there, these types of things are coming back. Is your child vaccinated? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe in. I mean, I'm vaccinated, so why wouldn't I? You know what I mean? Like this I, whole craze of people who didn't get their well, kids vaccinated is fucking nuts, man. Well, that's There's what it reason. is. You that's know? that's the mumps like that's yeah. why mm -hmm. kids are getting like measles and mumps like the shit that you heard on the brady bunch yeah and i just don't get why people wouldn't want to take care of the kid man i know a bunch of people out in california the kids are all natural yeah. but i mean they're gonna have a world of problems you know yeah you know like people back then died when they were like 30 
Yeah, like that's it. Full life. Thank you, Lord. Age 29. I'm coming to an end. Imagine. We're getting Oregon Trail diseases back. What's the worst uh, go around the room autoimmune disease you got? Sickness? I'll start. I got uh, I don't even know if it's all to me. You're supposed to be my young Jamie here looking up these lupus? things. But no, I got uh, shingles. I got shingles when I was 17 years old. And for people out there who don't know what shingles is, that shit sucks. Um, Did you have to learn a trade to get shingles? <laughs> like, no, with the shingles, put, man, it, it feels you like remember when you were a kid and you would like fall and scrape your leg and then like a couple weeks later it'd scab over. Mm. So that look is what appeared on my body one day. And I was like, what's this shit? I didn't fall, did I? I remember I was wearing a Green Day shirt, took the Green Day shirt off, boom, large patch on my chest. Went to the doctors like, you got shingles. People who are old get shingles. Why are you under such duress? And I was like, I don't know, doc. But I can tell you one thing, that shit hurt. What about you? Did you ever get sick? I had Lyme disease. Oh, oh shit. It, it means you still have it, right? It doesn't go away? Or well, doesn't... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, I, honestly, I heard that's just the worst. I I was coming back from... I came back from camp. It was like the day I came back from camp. I went to overnight camp for mm-hmm. seven weeks and um i had like a fever or whatever i'm lying down and my parents noticed i had the bullseye on my arm and uh it's funny i was actually talking about this like four days ago um the doctors took a picture of it because they said it was a perfect bullseye they'd never seen a more perfect bullseye are you on the internet no well i mean maybe the picture of the bullseye and like use it i don't know (laughs) can i get can I get paid for that? Uh, probably not. Unless there was like a website devoted towards the perfect bullseye. Is there a, is there a fetish out there for... Probably for Lyme disease. Lyme disease bullseyes. <laughs> well, there's... Well, I mean... It's funny you well, say that because, you know, I mean, I got a hangnail right now. Oh. And there is a fetish. On, you got a hangnail? I had a hang... It got infected, dude. So, uh, Wash that neosporin, hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I, I use that to get rid of... I mean, I'm pretty much in the clear now, but... I mean, I looked it up on the internet, and I was just like, "Holy shit! How many mm-hmm. videos?" And then, I, like, uh, when you when you pop something, like you can pop a hangnail. And if you mm-hmm. don't ever had a hangnail, because some people don't bite their nails, like this guy here, he's just way too calm and collected. No, but I wish. if you bite your nails Dude. and you're nervous, you what happens is it's not the nail you're pulling off; it's like this tiny, tiny little nerve that's in there, mm-hmm. and that that's what gets infected. If you apply pressure to it or first prick it with a needle, you can get pus out of it. Dog. So when you, you do this, your mind is actually releasing dopamine when you pop something. Oh, that's is why that why people love the fucking shows? Yes, that's why people watch those videos on YouTube because it's it's activating dopamine in their brain. Which There's, when I first figured that out, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Because why am I watching it? I was watching it maybe to study, but there's just something about when you see somebody pop a big ass pimple. You know, some people may not like it, but. There's a fetish out there. Hangnails suck though, man. It grosses the fuck out of me, but there's a show on TLC now. An actual like 30 minute hour slot show called Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh my God. And um, my fiance watches it. It's either 30 or an hour. It's on. So wait, did they focus on one person for 30 minutes? Like, hey, we're going to. I don't know. I, I won't. I won't even be in the room when they're talking about it. It's just. Yeah, it's nuts, man. I guarantee there's probably like a dramatic moment, like with the music ramping up, and then they cut to a commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And show you that, like, you know, yeah, we're about to pop the pimple commercial break. What about you? Have you ever gotten sick, Mickey? No, I'm 
perfect health records. Yeah, I thought that's why I ended with him because I knew he'd never get sick before. I never yeah. been in the hospital, I've never broken a bone. I mean, I Knock on wood. There's only fake wood paneling around. Uh, yeah, which yeah. which is the real wood. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess the, this conversation stemmed from the fact that kids aren't getting vaccinated no more. And you know what? Those kids, when they grow up, they're not going to be the future. They're not going to be the future. No I, future. I, I can't really say this for sure because I don't know what my beliefs would be growing up that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I would fucking hate my parents if I grew up and I found oh, out yeah. that they didn't vaccinate me. I'd be so pissed off. Yeah, like why? Because yeah. you saw some shit at Whole Foods and like you're into the granola. Like, come on. Yeah. Use your common sense. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason we did it. And then the other thing too is there was a report in the news, I think it was maybe this week or last week, that it basically stated that no, there's no connection between not getting vaccinated and autism. You know? Um, I, I, we don't know where that came from. You know? We can't figure that out. But, I mean, we are making some some leeway into things. that This week they successfully removed HIV, I believe, in Europe. Uh, and they're working on the cure using stem cells and stuff like that and trying to figure out different levels of, um, you know, uh, procedures for people with like, uh, I mean, Alex Trebek. Shit, yeah. man. Just, I, I'm a huge Jeopardy guy. I love Jeopardy. Even if I can't watch it, I'll listen to it. And I was shocked. I mean, he's got stage four, man. Like the amount of time is three to six months tops. It would be some shit, though, if Alex Trebek beat stage four prostate cancer. Yep. He's got the money. I mean, you know, God, it's just this week has been a really hard week in the news. Um, one of the things that disturbed me very much was the uh, Leaving Neverland documentary on HBO. Did you see that? Yeah, man. Yeah, so uh, I talked to Alex the other night, and I was, I was telling him that I wanted to chat about that, you know, because... I mean, the conversations I'd like to have is the fact that, you know, we as a society kind of give a pass to somebody with such talent and basically supersede their villainy. And it's just such a weird thing how, like, I mean, even R. Kelly right now, we got R. Kelly crying, screaming at the the woman on CBS News. Gail but with King. Michael, though, Michael strikes a nerve because I had the jacket, I had the glove, I had the Michael Jackson's Thriller vhs tape i watch that shit all the time i probably would not be a musician if it wasn't for michael jackson i think i heard a story about you dancing the routine in the you're driveway. goddamn right man <laughs> i tell my mom pull up in the driveway turn the lights on and i get right. out and do the the move you know and and with the spin grab my crotch you know? oh, yeah. um i was a so, little young yeah when you were you that. born were you 91 you okay so 90 you were born the year punk broke yeah. Your Nirvana got big. Um, so, like, Michael, like, for us, growing up, you know, idolized him. Then sometime in the 90s, you start hearing these rumors, these allegations, right? Then they came back again, maybe about a decade later. Then he became such a recluse. And then he tried to make this big thing happen where he was, um, um, you know, uh, staging his comeback, This Is It tour. And then he died because he was uh, addicted to drugs, apparently. But the thing that we did not hear... In explicit detail is the sexual abuse that the children um, accusing Michael of. And then we heard in this documentary from uh, two guys. And it just broke my heart, man. I just, I hate hearing it. four hours of it? I did, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm upset that you asked me to watch it. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. It was yeah, a homework assignment. You're like, oh, I love homework assignment. It's going to be my fault. Well, I, I, yeah, he told me to watch it, so it's I'll his take fault. Responsibility yeah. for um, well, with this it was upsetting. Accent. Did you watch R. Kelly? No, all I right. Did not. So I watched all of that. And how does that weigh? 
so next to Michael. Were you know? lying on him, in fact? Well, it I because I was comparing the two because obviously they're both being talked about right now. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like in terms of separating the artist from the person because it's something I think about with Kanye all the time, right? On a different level, right? Not on the sexual assault level, but on the insanity Crazy. level. Yeah, I mean, he's on a different wavelength. I don't want to call anybody insane. Um, Kanye's insane. <laughs> I kind of like his insanity, though. I mean, you can, oh, you, yeah. I mean, it's a fun type, unless he's yeah. hurting somebody. Right. If he just wants to be fucking nuts, let him be fucking nuts. Right. But if he hurts somebody, that's a different story altogether. Yeah. But, but please continue. So I was thinking about it with R. Kelly and, and Michael Jackson. I think the biggest difference is in the song content. If if you're looking back at it, when you're looking at R. Kelly and you're watching the videos of him perform and the way that he's acting and you're listening to his lyrics repurposed with all this new information, it's super fucked up. I mean, I don't know enough of his music off the top of my head to give you examples. I don't even know any of his songs. But they, well, you, you know, I believe I can fly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, Ignition. How's that go? The remix. Yeah. How's that go? It's the remix to Ignition. Hi, oh, yeah. Fresh, yeah I, for some yeah. reason, I thought that was somebody else, but... Yeah, yeah so, I mean, so, so, I mean, even just now, you singing that and then you coming in, you both smiled and you both kind of made me feel happy. Well, See what I'm saying? Like, the music... That was... I was... Uh, weird. <laughs> I'll talk about after how I felt like shit when I was watching the documentary. I'm listening to what these kids are saying. And then in the B-roll, when they're playing the music, my fucking foot is tapping. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> Yeah, what's up with that? That's a good and way to I put noticed it. it, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, stop, dude. But then, like, the music's good. But again, that's the difference. Michael was talking about. I feel like not as pretty young, aggressive pretty young content. Thing. I mean, there's yeah. a, it, it all could be taken out of context. Yeah, really. that's true. I mean, beat it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's know? that's I mean, in a completely different context. Pretty young so. thing. Um, we have Billy Jean. Um, I mean, a lot of it, but I mean, like, that's the thing, though, is you really can't deconstruct songs because songs are like an expression, and an expression can go out into a thousand different spider webs of meaning, you know? Right. But his actions, hearing it, it was just like, fuck. Like, today, I had to stop at Walmart to get this little piece of shit USB mic here that didn't work. And uh, as I was putting my son in the car, this dude pulls up and he's listening to Michael Jackson. He's listening to it loud, right? And I'm like, you know, I talk to everybody when I see you, you know, I don't even have to know you. And the guy gets out of the car, looks at me because I'm looking right at him and he's like, but you haven't heard that song in a while. And I went into the same exact conversation with him and I got his phone number. He's going to come on the show maybe in a couple episodes, no. but uh, he's a poet. Uh, I think he's out of Ardmore. And basically what he said to me was that, you know, I, it really hurt me, but it's hard for me to get away from his music because it's so good. I'm just like, well, Quincy Jones had a lot to do with that. Like, yeah, and you know what? It's funny you say that because my coworker said that as well. You know, I mean that sound, that thick bass with the synth bass over it is Quincy all the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, Teddy Riley from Blackstreet mm-hmm. did a lot of Michael Jackson later stuff. So yeah, you know, separate the art from the artist, whatever. But there's a team behind it. You know, Michael Jackson didn't write every night. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Yeah, and and the other thing is like at this point, if you're coming after his estate, all you're doing is hurting his kids and his family. Yeah, he's not he's not reaping the benefits anymore. He's he's dead. I was thinking that um, like okay, so like if somebody does this, right? 
somebody commits this crime, the sex crime, you know, and abuses a young kid, right? They can go, they can get rehabilitation and they can try to fix themselves. But the thing like this is like he this documentary came out at such a pivotal moment in our society because right now you can't you can't do something wrong, you know? And it lives in infamy. Everybody, there's no getting rid of it, you know? Like you were a villain and you're going to stay a villain. You'll always have that public image in there. And it's, I, I wonder how, like they're saying they're going to sue these guys, right? How? How are they going to sue them? Because they're using the other people's photographs of Michael Jackson? Like, you know, do I believe the kids? Yes, I do. When you watch that four-hour thing, you just feel terrible for both those guys. I just the detail was too much for me yeah you know what though i think that was important because it's the message i got out of it is if this has happened to you you know you need to come forward and it's good to talk about it with somebody and you know i you didn't, didn't do nothing wrong the thing is like when you become a victim of abuse you really like michael had brainwashed them to think you know that it was a real love and a real relationship but i mean like what i was trying to say was like you know michael's sick right did Michael get better once he had kids? Because his kids are like, I've never seen any of this. And people are like, oh, no, Michael's fine. Michael's fine. Did he come to a terms with like his his sin and try to do something different with his he life? What do you drugs. think? Yeah, that's a thing, too. And they were talking about him slamming the wine. Yeah. To the brim. He, he went, went upstairs and he fell disappeared. Asleep, man. Like, this is the last time you ever saw him? That's the last time. Yeah, he went upstairs that, and fell asleep. That's a classic dick move. You ever been you? at a party when somebody does that? They're like, ah. I did that not too long ago. (laughs) Just ghost and fall out upstairs. But yeah. The one thing about MJ in the end that is a great takeaway is that he puts such astounding drug addict rock star musicians to shame with his level of addiction. Like Led Zeppelin, Ozzy Osbourne, pale in comparison, pun intended, to Michael Jackson and his drug use and abuse. he He had so much money. He was addicted to surgery too. Yeah, that's just sick. Can you imagine? Like, oh, they're going to get me. I just don't get. I remember the, that that South Park episode was just so I so never saw pivotal. it. You see the South Park episode? Really? Yeah, I, I might have once. I remember the Eminem video where his nose popped off. Yeah, well, they did that in South Park. Yeah, I just, I it was hard to watch. I'm sorry I gave that homework assignment, but it's definitely on, um, it's not on my Facebook as much as I thought I would say it. The R. Kelly thing was everywhere on my Facebook. I think with, Nobody's talking about Michael on Facebook. Jackson, like, even watching that documentary, I still say that they didn't really villainize him that much in the documentary. What the kid said spoke for itself. But at the same time, it, it wasn't, it was, it made it look natural, like what he was doing. I think. It, it just looked like it was his life. Do you, like, the, the unspoken or the, the unsaid villains here are these, the parents. Like, are you kidding they were getting paid. You know, seven years old. To lunch. Seven years old. You're letting your kid sleep in the yeah. same bed as a grown ass man. Yeah, but you know what the thing he did, which is insane. Like he would go there and brainwash these families into thinking that he is this innocent young boy. Yeah, she she with, said he was my son. He was, he was my, my son. son. Oh, they were just playing. He's a thirty fucking year old man. Oh, um, he. My built- son would never go in a bedroom with somebody like that. Man, it's just. The pictures it's, of him in the it's weird. pajamas in the you know bedroom with like the wood paneling walls and then the faxes. Yeah, were the faxes were, oh my God, that was terrible. Like you could just read what he was saying. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no, you can't misinterpret that. There's no, no there's no misinterpretation. Like I wouldn't write that to my like nephew. You know what I'm saying? Just terrible. Did you know how big of a deal that the Wade guy was? Wade yeah, Robson? I did actually. I remember reading it, but I you see the thing is it doesn't, you know, when you see it like on the news, it doesn't do what it does when you watch this movie, you know, hearing his story like that really, you can't forget like what happened to him. And the news was also too, it was always just like in the middle with Michael. Did he do it? Did he not do it? People getting mad because they can't prove one way or the other. But I do remember Wade, but I remember what I remember about Wade more than him saying Michael abused me was Wade had a show, I believe, on MTV about dancing and that came out first or something like that. And that was the first time I had seen him. And then the other guy who was a musician, what's the other guy's name? Um, James? Was it James? Something. His story was hard, you know? I felt bad for both. Yeah, his mom, his she like she was clueless totally completely clueless and she she's like she was at the end she was like i was glad he died and mm-hmm. i was thinking oh cause, what yeah no i was thinking because because like now um now there's nobody who can hurt your son anymore and I just completely lost my train of thought. So yeah, nobody can hurt my son, and you know I don't think that both parents talk. You know, um, yeah. to their kids, I think no, that they have no, a relationship. The thing that they said that made him look like a bad guy—that woman saying that she was glad he died. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing else quote negative about what they were saying. Yeah, it's just so Except weird, man. You know, you never would. Say, I mean, as a kid, I was shocked. I remember he came on the news. He bought time on Fox. Maybe he bought time. I mean, he might have bought it on all the networks, but it was like a Sunday night after The Simpsons, maybe before Married with Children. I can't remember exactly, but he is in the red shirt and he's talking about it. And it's just so weird. I remember him doing that. I remember Ross Perot doing that. <laughs> Problem solved. Ross Perot's like, we're going to buy the whole goddamn lot of it. Okay. Chicken in every pot. All Problem the catalogs. <laughs> Out here stealing votes. Out here, stealing vault. Yeah, I mean, uh, man, it's just so hard to, to talk about it because it, it it's just terrible. I, I, I did, I didn't remove his music from my computer. I didn't do any of that, but you know what I mean. Like, it is something to talk about, you know. But I don't have music on my computer. Yeah, Not I anymore. Guess I, do. I had a computer with music on it. I don't know what happened to it. But yeah, I mean, if you haven't checked it out, you know, I guess. As a fan of Michael Jackson, you should know what he did because that shit's unacceptable, you know? And R. Kelly, you know, crying on TV. If you've been a victim of abuse, get help. Go talk to somebody. That R. Kelly rant is like, someone needs to take that and turn that into one of his auto-tune songs. Yeah. Well, but yeah. see, they ask him these direct questions. Did you hurt these people or whatever? And he's shaking his head yes. And he's like, why would I do that? Why would I even think about doing that? Let me think about doing that right now. Yeah, Tim Roth from Lie to Me would tell you that that's a microaggression and that he mm-hmm. actually did it. That show ruined my life. <laughs> lie to I me? I can't look at people and not think they're lying. I love mm. Tim Roth. Anything I Tim never Roth saw that show. Was it good? Yeah. He was great in Pulp Fiction. I watch yes. that anytime it's on. Hey, honey bunny. I fucking die. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Say the fucking words. <laughs> Pulp Fiction is such a perfect movie. You know, and like we always talk about Quentin, but we don't ever talk about Roger Avery, co-writer on that. It's not a household name like Quentin Tarantino. I didn't know there was a co-writer. He's like the Bob Finger of the Bat, you know what I mean? Like Bob Kane, but like, forget Bob, he drew Batman, fuck him. I'll take all the credit. But 
Yeah, I hope that these like I hope more people get brought in if they're guilty of doing something like this, you know. But it was it was shocking, I think, for me the first time I heard about Michael. You know, just couldn't believe it. Back in the day, just back in the day as a kid, it, it's I was like a kid. I remember that, and I also remember finding out that Cobain was on heroin when I was like twelve, and not knowing what heroin was, and then like having to ask an adult. Cobain. That shit sucked. I think with Michael, it was just like I was getting into other music, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, if that's like the case, like, all right, like, never mind." And I just kind of like, but I like the glove, you know, I like the jackets. Yeah. So, but then I was getting into better music, so. well, different music. Yeah. So then, is it like, is it a decision based on the artist? Because I mean, to rape children? Yeah, I think that's n- <laughs> no. Uh, to to decide whether or not to listen to music anymore. I mean, it's, yeah, I, it's weird because it's Jesse Lacey. He's dead. That's the other thing you said that earlier. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. So I mean, what do you? Jesse Lacey from Brand New got like an allegation. I was like, yeah, it's easy enough to stop listening to Brand New, so I stopped. But I did I you mean, regret it? Huh? Did you regret it? No, but I mean, like, if if one of my more favorite art, like, this would never happen if something came out against Eddie Vedder. Like, I don't know if I'd stop listening to Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is a great band. Yeah. I saw them. Uh... I think I saw them for the Yield tour and came to Waterfront. It was the only time, but that I have was a weird tour. That was a good. Con- Everybody talks had, about like, that. Uh, oh yeah, it was really something special. My my favorite uh, Pearl Jam album is uh, Vitalogy, though, because yeah. uh, I had it on record. They released the record first in stores, and I never forget the first time I heard Bugs. Oh, it's like my. F- it's not my favorite Pearl Jam song, but. It's just such a weird song. I saw Bugs Live. Yeah, you were there at that? The spectrum. Yeah, that yeah. must have been awesome, dude. I wish I went to that. I was teaching at the time, and I just couldn't do it. I was just like, uh, I was really regretful because they did they did the Devo thing, right? Yeah, Whip It. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep, and they came out in the hats. Yeah, um, they have great documentary, too, if you haven't seen it. Uh, PJ Cameron Crowe. It's just great. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that? No. Anything he touches. It's really good. Just... Sounds good. Pearl Jam, uh, PJ, tw- Pearl Jam 20. I remember, uh, maybe it was like two or three years ago. I found out that Eddie Vedder smoked cigarettes and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Didn't he always eat the pop brownies to save his voice? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I knew he drank the wine. He loves wine. Or still drinks the wine. Fill it to the brim? I've seen some cool vid- video of Eddie. I saw, uh, he did this one thing where I think he was outside the Chicago, uh, the stadium. And yeah. He he's playing, a huge Cubs fan, but he was playing, uh, like softball, wiffle ball with like fans outside. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah Eddie Vedder used to wear Air Jordans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. During the Mookie Blaylock. Oh, yeah. Jeff yeah. Amen was a big basketball fan. I'm sure he's. They, um, what's the name of those figurines back in the day that we. Starting lineups? Starting lineups, right? Yeah. Yeah. That and Upper Deck, right? Yeah. So they would like line their base amps with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Because at one point they wanted to be called Mookie Blaylock. Yeah. He was a, a player he as well. He sued them. He sued them. What? I bet you Mookie should have like made a deal like look you can use my name but yeah. I get two percent of uh all of your uh royalties but yeah Pearl Jam constantly always been good you know I do miss uh the drumming of uh a bruisey I liked his drumming the best yeah when well, Vitalogy is your favorite album well I mean also before that though I mean there was something about Pearl Jam when you saw like even flow for the first time live mm-hmm and then there was the whole, like, uh, you can't like Pearl Jam and you can't like Nirvana at the same time. 
Like it yeah. was like you had to be in one one corner or the other. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Kurt, God bless him, couldn't avoid drama. Yeah, Love yeah. drama. But Eddie was like pretty much unscathed. But I think that's what pissed Eddie off the most because then shortly thereafter, where Pearl Jam went to uh, to court with uh, Ticketmaster and started doing their own like uh, printing for concerts. I remember there was one they did in D.C. where they printed out their own uh, tickets and mailed yeah. them to you. At the same time, they were doing what was it called? Fuck, I, I remember being totally maybe even I do this because of it. Uh, Monkey Wrench Radio, I think it was called. Oh yeah, Eddie did his own thing where he was like, "I'm just gonna go and play whatever I want," you know. Mm-hmm. And I like that, man. I like that about that band. Yeah, it was really like the '90s, the '80s artists from that generation really just changed everything. It's probably why you don't see artists of that magnitude anymore. You know, good points cutting up his ties any better cutting ties with Ticketmaster and michael jackson lusting kids like no one's gonna get that big anymore or are they well, i mean they're back i mean they're doing like all the huge shows now but we, we were talking about i was talking about with my dad the um the inductees for the rock and roll hall of fame this year um who's the nominees again it's stevie nicks solo um, I think maybe the zombies, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. It's a weird class. My parents are big uh, Fleetwood Mac fans. They're going to the concert. I think in a few weeks. I think maybe it's the Saturday actually. Yeah. Um, but Steve but yeah. Nicks solo. Pearl Jam is your favorite band. I don't know. I haven't. I to be honest with you, I haven't listened to rock music in like eight months. Oh, what are you listening to now? I've just been listening to hip hop. Okay, let's talk about hip hop. What are you listening to? You like Mac Miller stuff before he passed? Dude, Swimming, I thought Swimming was album of the year. It's fucking awesome. I'm sad that I discovered him after he he passed because some of those beats are just otherworldly. And the way that he sings like sort of off tone. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that. Yeah, yeah. it just works perfect. And then is like the two bops on there. The uh, what's the use in ladders? They're both ladders is such a. You drop that in any nightclub, everybody's gonna dance. Yep, you don't even have to know who it is. It's just such a great beat, you know. Yeah, I'm getting me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that and uh, Daytona push it T. I thought those were the two best times. Yeah. But um, I didn't go see the Wu-Tang Clan, and I kind of regret it. But I also don't regret paying $100 for a ticket. What, just now? Or? They were here in January, remember? They were at the Electric Factory. Yeah. You know, and um, I just don't know how I feel about that. Have you ever see them live? It's like Who? a cookout, and they're just screaming. Nobody's ever even doing anything. Mm-hmm. What band? I can't Wu-Tang. hear you. Uh, Wu-Tang. No, I never saw them. Uh, now I saw the Roots a few times, but never Wu-Tang. I would much rather just see Method Man and Red Man. I did see them actually. I you saw, saw them, them at on Temple. a blackout tour. I saw them at Temple. Oh yeah. my god! What was that like? It was amazing. I was like up like two hundred level, you know. And it was me, and my friend who had passed away, Brian Letterman, and uh, it was just a great night. I love that album. Red Man tells a story about when they were touring for that album. He was in the crowd rapping, and he's like in the middle of a verse, and all of a sudden he starts feeling this sharp pain in his back. And he was like, he just thought that it was like some shit that he took or maybe a hit yeah. of something that was in his weed or whatever. It turns out somebody was hitting him with a cattle prod. Holy shit. He didn't even here. find out. He finished the verse and everything. He didn't even find out till the song was over. Time for some he, cra- he, packed, he, uh, 
he posts some weird shit on Instagram. He posts, uh, I think his mom found a, a bag of his weed mm-hmm. from when, like when, from 1997. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. I, I didn't yeah. see that post. I follow him, but I didn't see that post. Yeah, he he, he does stuff like that. That's uh, you know, so red man. He's but doing- yeah, that that album was great. Back up, get up. He's doing an interesting thing from like a, a music releasing standpoint. He's just releasing singles. That's, He's just yeah. put out like five or six singles. I'm telling you, if you want to be a musician and you're listening to this podcast, well, first off, good luck. Two, don't record anything that's not a hit. You got to have one fucking hit. That's all people want is 30 seconds, really, that you can capture somebody's attention. Doing a whole concept album is just not today. Hey, uh, you were talking about Instagram being the platform for musicians mm-hmm. and whatnot what you just said you know you're right and uh i have this great idea we can talk about after the show let's do it right now no i don't want to give away this for free i think it's too late you got to come full circle here on the true podcast no, yeah, no it's uh i'll talk to you guys afterwards it's I've heard many pitches, Christ. How many pitches did we go through? Okay, so first we had the Renaissance, which we should have done. Your idea was to rent out a property when we were living in Los oh, Angeles God, on Sunset yeah. Boulevard. You found yourself a nice little empty department store, and you tried to convince our <laughs> millionaire <laughs> friend, Jameis Sally. <laughs> that guy, wherever you're at, Jay, Yeah, we should have done that. Man, Basically, we're going to have a place on the boulevard where you could have art shows, you could have you know anything you wanted podcast we didn't even know what fucking podcast was back then you know how would you do a pod like a tape recorder i went to a couple things um yeah i mean i had seen people recording that way i mean i used to have a little tape recorder it was from the smurfs nice yeah i used to record the toilet flushing and think it was the funniest thing in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> played for my friends because <laughs> oh like there was no there was no digital you know i mean there was nothing like that i remember when i just like started recording on my computer when i was you know 17 18 years old mm-hmm. i thought i invented like a new form of art and music i'm like why is no one thought of this it must have been strange like so you you always had technology growing up yeah, like I remember were... when Google, I remember the first time I was told to like use Google and I didn't, like they were like. Wait, let's go back. When was the first time somebody was like, hey, you, you can use it was, Google. I think I it was, first time, oh, shit. Yeah. I think that's it cool. was third grade. It would have been like 99, 2000 and, um, or maybe, yeah, like 99. Oh, wow. Third or fourth grade. And they were just like, all right, go to Google. I think. Yeah, it was I'm a weird sure. thing. It was the first time there was a made-up word, too, I remember. Well, it's derived from the word Googleplex, which is like the explanation of 25 zeros in a row. You are fulfilling your role right now. See, that you was good. You told me that, though? Who? One of my old enemies. That's always, I, I always tell people this. Keep your enemies close. For valuable you know what information. I mean? Why would you want to like not know what they're up to? Well, I know what they're <laughs> up to. But anyway... Um, yeah, and then I was in the video game store back in 97 or 96 trying to get cheat codes. And one of the guys, Oh, cheat codes. It was, probably, it was probably one of the you know famous locals, uh, Chad, maybe Chad, if anyone knows Chad. Uh, he's like, yeah, you got to find a search engine. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll find that search <laughs> engine. And that's how I <laughs> so weird when you think about it too right like the beginnings we were all gonna you know when we're all old men we'll each have a memory of when there was no internet so you can remember you know pre i mean i remember 
yeah, when I you can't were like remember a kid, pre, four or five I can't years remember old, pre internet. I can remember dial up. I can remember dial oh, hey, I want to go online. Shit, my mom's on the phone. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird, right? And then I remember getting the two way calling and just thinking it was so weird. Yeah, that and like uh, Star sixty nine just was the weirdest thing to me. How was it, how was these, that was the beginning? Star sixty nine was the beginning Dude, of the it costs, end. <laughs> costs a fortune. <laughs> Do you remember Drew Reed used to do that trick, hang it up, pick it up, hang it up, pick it up with the pay phones in the mall to make them ring back? Oh my God, you I've were seen right. that. I never knew how to do it though. I didn't Man, have I the... have to talk to Drew about that. I haven't thought of that in 25 years. I remember, yeah, doing it right up there. That's great. Yeah, how did he do that? I don't know. Hang it up, pick it up, hang it up, pick it up. And what was, the, I mean, like the, the just the excitement of the phone yeah. ringing. It's like you had control <laughs> over this object. Oh man. But how yeah. many pay phones are there anymore? Uh, there's some, but not many. I tried yeah. to think of the phrase payphone the other day, and I couldn't do it. I saw an article on uh, Collider.com about movies. Uh, it was a an article about all the films that wouldn't make sense with cell phones. Like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. They're yeah, lost in the fucking backyard, right? Yeah. Um, Phone booth. a few other ones. Yeah. Uh, what, a uh, Forrest Gump? Just him sitting on that bench the whole time. If he had a phone, he would have known Jenny's right down the block. Yeah. The movie's over. <laughs> yeah, really where am i out of life huh your cell phones what other movies can you guys think of where cell phones would just fuck it up i think so i mean any of the indie movies one. now man like i hate when the text bubbles are on the screen you did not like spider-man i like spider-man but yeah it, like, into the spider-verse have you seen into the spider-verse alex no i i enjoyed it you did not like it right oh into the spider-verse yeah why why you gotta throw shade on I spidey know, i couldn't follow it i don't know like what I, don't, I, I couldn't follow what... what Are you what saying you have mentioned. animation ADD? No, I don't know. You have AADD? I just... It didn't, didn't do it for me. All right, all right. I enjoyed like, it. Why, why were they fighting all the different... I just couldn't, like, add it up. It was too much. Too it was much. the Hadron Collider. You know that machine, right? It creates yeah. mass. creates different and realities. I dipped into it, and, like, all of a sudden... Yeah. I didn't get when they were at Amy's house, and when did he build that big facility? Well, that's the Spider-Man in that universe that builds that big facility because he's See, different to the ones we know. That's actually what I... That's like the reason why I'm very picky about the superhero movies that I watch mm -hmm. is because I I just want to go and watch something that's super fun to watch. I don't want to mm -hmm. try and like overanalyze. I've never read comic books and I'm thankful for that because I have nothing to compare it to mm -hmm. and I don't really care if it's accurate. Yeah. I just want to go have point. a good time, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've read the books but also I like when they give us a, like a curveball Yeah, and we don't know what's coming. The you books. Know? You, I, I like Umbrella Academy. You guys watching that? No, but I saw it. It's it's dope. I really like it. It's, uh, it's fun. It's different. And number five is the best character ever. <laughs> He's great. I might check that out. Yeah, definitely check that out. Any Bombcast listeners are looking for something new to cash in their Friday and Saturday nights with with good old Netflix, getting in trouble with Steven Spielberg, him being like, no, Netflix, you don't count. You ain't shit. You better back up. You ain't going to win that Oscar next year because, motherfucker, you're not released in theaters. <laughs> and that's the thing that's going on right now is the battle for cinema. You think movies will go away? You think they'll just be gone? No. Yeah, people like going into the dark room, right? But do you think that a Netflix movie should compete for an Oscar? What do you think, Meg? Based on what the Berg said, I mean, it doesn't technically make sense, but then they have to work around to put them in theaters like Roma. Mm -hmm. 
Why well, can't Netflix do like a license? Well, I mean, they can release it into theaters for like two weeks, but even Spielberg's, you know, isn't down with that vibe because you, you know then it goes right to Netflix. Whereas the natural turnover time for a film is like you know it comes out and then three, four, five months later the DVD or Blu-ray comes out if it does well. If it does well, if it, sometimes they come out faster. Exactly, it's my business, you know, and like uh, which one came out? Aquaman is just about to come out. I mean, that's fast. It was just in theaters. A yeah. movie like that back in the 90s, it wouldn't come out for like a year on VHS or DVD. Remember that? How long did we wait for Batman? I can't, I can't tell you. The longest Batman I knew was coming. I had my copy from Suncoast. Suncoast. Here, um, here, here's my, my thought is that content is content, right? And mm-hmm. if the Oscars for years on end continues to ignore that and not include them, eventually somebody's going to create an award show that mm-hmm. becomes the next thing. That's that's the way that shit has happened. Yeah, and it's true. It's unfortunate, but I mean, Netflix is great though. I mean, the content really has surpassed anything that you would have expected from something that you could stream from home. You are know? You, are you gonna watch The Irishman? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, hell yeah. We're avid, avid Scorsese fans. Hundred twenty-five million dollar budget. I'm in. I think it's one hundred seventy-five. Is it? It's, yeah, it's higher than Is that I thought. Be up for an Oscar? Oh, without a doubt. You know Harvey Keitel is also in that? Yeah. So you got Harvey, Pacino, Pesci. De Niro, Pesci. Everyone. And you got a Sebastian Montezuko guy, the comedian. He's oh, in man, it. Yeah, I love that does, guy, man. He's funny. He does a great bit comparing Pace, Passover Seder to an Italian dinner. It's Yeah, he's good. It's funny. Yeah, he's good. The guy who used to have company? You kind of look like him. You guys have the same haircut. We got company. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. the Edmonds cake. <laughs> Get the cake. We got company. Okay, yeah. come in. We were just in the area. Yeah, it's great. I do remember that actually as a kid when the doorbell would ring, like, company's here. Come. <laughs> now it's like, you know, they're arriving, you know. Your ring doorbell tells you on your phone. Yeah, when those yeah. Comcast guys come to your door and try to. Yeah, it's weird, right? Steal your data. But yeah, I mean, I don't care how I get my entertainment as long as I'm entertained by something, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. It's it's funny how both music and movies are going through the same thing though, you know, reprocessing of how we get it. I mean, there's like, do you watch YouTube shows at all? Do you oh, watch yeah, Hot yeah. Ones? I live on YouTube. Hot Ones? No. What does it tell me? So Sean Evans, this guy, mm-hmm. interviews celebrities. It's called Hot Ones. Interviews celebrities as they go through ten hot wings that get gradually oh, yeah, hotter. I, actually, I have seen this. He's For some reason, like I thought it was. Seasons. I've seen the one with uh, uh, Tom Segura. That's and I've one. seen uh, uh, Bill Burr, which is really good. Bill wow. Burr's good. Ken Jeong yeah. just did one. Yeah. Um, I could never do that shit, man. I'm bad. so bad with fucking hot shit. Anyway, like, there's probably content on YouTube, too, that could be up for, like, Emmys and, and shit like that. Yeah. You never know. I mean, it's just odd that, you know... I mean, who's running the... Who, who are these people? They're not, you know... what. They're not doing business with these, you know. It's not gonna get there. Like Roma, they're doing business. Yeah, with, Nef- with the, Acad- the Academy. It's, it's also like, odd that Netflix like is aware like, oh, that people shit, share I'm accounts and they allow it to happen. I mean, there's people on YouTube who are getting a ton of money in advertising dollars. I know they're making a lot. I mean, the whole thing with the uh, kids playing video games, Ninja, and his five hundred Logan Paul. Month. Yeah, the, him, the one and his that. brother. Yeah. And they were like fighting each other and shit, and making money. It's weird. So anyway, anybody become it's a different world completely. What a world, Andy Warhol. Yeah, Andy was right, man. 
everybody will have their Did 15 you minutes. Did uh, opposite Warhol quote? Mm. It's like in the future, everybody will have privacy for 15 minutes or something. Privacy for 15 minutes. There is no more privacy. If they want, they can go in. I was listening to a podcast today about uh, Twitter with uh, Rogan, Jack Dorsey, uh, Jack Dorsey's like um, legality, I guess, girl. And uh, this dude, Tim Pool, I think his name is. He's so annoying. He's really just arguing Twitter about um, our privacy and stuff like that. And Twitter was saying today that they don't have the power to go into your direct messages, which I don't believe. believe (laughs) She didn't want to say it on on the podcast, but yeah. I think as soon as you sign up for the internet, you're in. You know what I mean? Like you're you're, you're at a poker table. You can't help it. They build back doors into everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it happened, but I I found out that you you can barely escape con- your phone's like connections with other people. Yeah, like it's like they're just stuck in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you can't ever like you can choose to ignore them, but you always have that one millisecond away from tapping into somebody's cloud. Yeah, I honestly don't care like i'm gonna i'm not gonna make enemies with somebody so much that they need to hack my shit and put it out there yeah so and i'm not doing anything illegal so i don't think it's personal anymore i think it's just you know numbers data yeah no i and and i just don't care like look you 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 market the way i look at advertising is you're spending money to show me something that eventually i probably would have bought anyway so thank you Mm mm-hmm and I know what I want and what I don't want. So a Budweiser commercial is not going to make me go out and get Budweiser because I don't want to drink. Yeah. Right? Even commercials, man. You know what's funny about commercials? I'm surprised nobody has made a commercial about people watching commercials. Because some people, as soon as a commercial comes on, they go right to their cell phone. So they're just listening. They're not yeah. watching. And like you could do something where like, you know... The TV's getting one over on the person sitting there. Well, that's Netflix. Send it, you gotta send it in. Man. Send it. Send it in. Remember that expression? <laughs> send it. When you Why? Because it's the future. <laughs> we used to make someone laugh back in the day. I mean, some, some like the aunt would be like, "You gotta send that in. Yeah. Send you that in. Send, where are you gonna send it in?" To? Yeah, that was like, a, that was actually um, a lot of a lot of old timers said that. You better send that in. Send that in. <laughs> like there's a place where you could just go <laughs> yeah, and be like, well, "Is this the sure. creative pool zone? Can I send this in?" <laughs> Imagine the people that work there, though. They must have been great. What? In the creative pool zone? Just yeah. like, send it. Or send it probably, all day. Yeah, molested and abused young children. Oh, you went there. <laughs> See, that's why we're going to have to do stand-up this spring, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah working <laughs> on my act. But yeah, man. The news, you know, it's just an endless, constant cycle of uh, bombardment, really. Can I, can I ask the Bobcast listeners out there mm-hmm. that are still with us a question? Uh, you know, I may or may not be putting together a new uh, punk rock project. I may or may not have written three songs in one day yesterday, uh, but if there's any guitarists out there, bassists, drummers that are looking to punk rock the fuck out and really mess with people's heads, hit me up. Contact Bob. No, no, don't contact me. Contact <laughs> Mickey. I'm out of the music game. Well, if you could find me, you know, find me. I'm done. That, that will mean you're true. I'm done. Thank you. I'll be your manager, though. Okay. I'll be your fenestra. Did you watch vinyl, Alex? I watched one season. Was it yeah. on for one season? It was or on two? for one season. It got yeah. canceled after one season, but we were avid fans of that. Oh, it's that a shame great. we didn't do a vinyl cast. Yeah. Did we ever talk Finestra? I that, highly recommend checking it out. It gets better. Scorsese's pilot was really long. Yeah. And that, I felt like I was in that limo for too long. That was um, Ray Romano's best role to date. Uh, best role? Yeah. What was his name in that? 
Huh? Uh, what was the name of the guy? Huh? Could you look it up? You got the phone right there. I forget his name. Um, yeah, that was such a great thing, and they were gonna go into punk rock as like the next season, but got yeah. canceled. You know, lots of things get canceled. Here and now got canceled. And luck. Happens. You ever? Seen I never luck? saw luck just because of uh, it was like one season and then they cut it short, right? Because mm-hmm. there was an accident. Yeah. What happened again? A horse died or got burned alive? Yeah, something happened. I I completely forget. All I know is. Yeah. It got canceled and I was pretty pissed. Oh, man. I guess they weren't that lucky. <laughs> I guess not. And Here on um, the podcast. How to Make It to America or How to Make It in America. You ever see that? I have. Uh, Kid Cudi and mm-hmm. Brian Greenberg. That was a good one, too. That got canceled. Yeah, and then sometimes they get brought back on Netflix. See yeah. how we tie it all here together on the Bobcast? But yeah, man. I just hope that everybody's having a good, you know, week. I hope everyone's feeling good. It's going to be Friday when you hear this. That means if you're listening now, soon it'll be the weekend. And spring's coming, man. We're going to turn the clocks forward. Are you guys a fan of the clocks? Is it going forward, by the way? Because I am dyslexic sometimes when it comes to the news. Spring forward, yeah. So, I mean, do you like that time change? Which which time is your time? Right now or next week time? What what are we doing? Pushing them forward? Mm-hmm. So it'll be lighter out later. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But I think that we should keep it that way. Yeah, I think this this is the new time zone that I like the most is coming up. Well, How do you feel? Keep it. You give me that Ferris Bueller look. Yeah, no. You know, I love the daylight. So whatever gets you more that. Yeah. yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. yeah, man. We need to change that. Maybe we should get on top of that. See if we can create a hashtag that works. I just saw something on the internet. There's a Philadelphia councilman that wants to get rid of daylight savings time. Yeah, what's what's this guy's name? Let's here support ye, him. Here ye. I don't know. Let's get behind him. Let's do something here. You know? Yeah, sort of revolution. Polluting the airwaves a rebel. No, but let me bask in the fact that we were talking about Wawa earlier. And mm-hmm. uh no we were talking we were talking about Wawa. I just messed up that segue, but <laughs> What was your we're initial about Amazon attempt? And Amazon oh, and Amazon take yeah. over Wawa. What do you know about this? Oh, really? They're going to do that too? They did take over uh, Whole Foods, which is just weird because Whole Foods, when they first came out, had such a vibe of being like, we're earthy, we've got our roots, you know, and they just sold straight out. Business is business. Amazon yeah. wants to open Amazon Go retail convenience stores. Oh, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Be able to walk in and just walk right out. Nothing prepared or I hate. pre-prepared. My least favorite part of grocery shopping is the checkout procedure. Mm-hmm. If you don't, Pay attention closely. Mm-hmm. It can get fucking out of hand. You but know? You, you want to put out all that Wawa heritage, all the people they employ, all the people they put through school, all the great work environment. People, what, do, what do I want to do? You'd rather go to Amazon Fresh where you just walk in, no cash. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, man. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I just want to walk in, get it, boom, go. Because I use my own bags anyway. I got these great bags from Aetna. Plastic, you know, grocery bags reusable. Yeah. They, they give me to. coupons if I if you use reusable re, <laughs> reusable coupons. That's what we call them. coupons. Um, you you can get like bonuses and stuff, but I mean like just avoiding the checkout line because sometimes you forget shit. Mm-hmm. You ever go to Walmart and it got that spinny thing? No, I don't go to Walmart. It's so confusing. You know what I mean? Like you can get it's like a little wheel and there's like several different bags and they don't care if you don't know where your shit is. Dude, I cr- I can crush. In the supermarkets. Yeah, I crush too, so man. That's why I shop. My wife place. used to shop. Now I shop at a grocery store because I know how to do it. Just like bing, bang, boom. Let's oh, go. We don't shop. We do the Prime Now. Oh, that's good. So yeah. Whole Foods delivers to us. That's good. For free. You know, 
Um, I do Grubhub, which is fun. You get free delivery sometimes. You know, Grubhub? they mess up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Time, time has passed me. But I, I have no apps. I do nothing. I go everywhere. You work. No, I know, but I'm analog in this digital world. And it's mm-hmm. not like by you, you are very analog. Choice. It's just like he put up a front with Snapchat. He's like, nah, nah, not doing I, it, Bob. I, never just I get off that too, man. I, I used yeah, to know Snapchat. I just couldn't do it. It Snapchat just became too much, you know. Yeah, you could. Easily. I'll get a notification and I'll look at it, but I won't actually go on and use it. The other thing that I noticed about myself the other day is that I've become used to sticking my debit card in rather than sliding it. Yeah, yeah me too. You know, in the but, beginning, I was, it felt like so, like, ah, I couldn't, do, I didn't know what to do with my hands. You know what I mean? Like, put it in, slide it. Yep. I put it in, like, too soft sometimes, and they're like, oh, you have to put it in all the way. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's a bit do. right and there, then, man. How many different ways can you mess up fucking yep. banging for shit with the debit card? And then it screams at you. It's like, Meh. Yeah. Yep. It's not an inviting sound, too, right? It should be like a chime. You know? I, yeah. When it works, it's like a little... It's like an uplifting little like, Yeah, like you just spent some money, mm-hmm. helped some people get paid, mm-hmm. paid favorite, for commerce. My favorite noise-related money is the casino noise. Mm. Mm. Well, that, I mean, like, of course, that's see, see that's the happiness, like, I mean, but like in the grocery store, it's like, get it out. Get that card out. I remember, don't you remember, like, I mean, when it first came into play, people were like, you got to use the chip. The chip. Yeah. You know, and just being like, the what? What do I got to do now? Like, I've got to do something else. I mean, that's why I'm totally down with your idea of Amazon. Just go. I don't want to bag shit. I just want to go. I want to go home. I want to chop the vegetables up. And I want to go. Every every single time I use it, I hope it doesn't work so that I can swipe. Yeah. Yeah. There's parameters to that. I still call it Mac, too. Can't help that. Yeah. You know? I gotta go, I gotta go tap the Mac. Mac machine. I mean, I remember thinking too when Mac first came out, that was it. That was just the only bank there ever was, and there was only going to be Mac for the whole future, kind of like Mac's headroom, you know. Maybe, maybe where you send it in is like behind the Mac. <laughs> Yo, we <have> completely <laughs> come full you circle. Send it in, it goes to the Mac, and then the money just come out. How, maybe there's no little trolls in the Mac. How many times walking out of the supermarket and you try and devise a plan on how you would steal a Mac machine and open it up? Oh, my God. It's funny you say that. I was just watching Spider-Man Homecoming and they oh, uh, have the, mach- yeah, the weaponry to get the, you know. I thought you were going to say you were just watching Barbershop. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I've actually never seen those, those films, but I am a fan of Cube. I've even seen all the Friday sequels without Chris Tucker. But, um, yeah, man, sticking your card in. You know that noise. That's what. That's what it, I'll remember the most about the mid, you know, twenty tens. Yeah, yeah. Just that, that, like I think two thousand fifteen was the beginning of just like everything started moving super super yeah. fast. Wait till five G. I mean, there's a lot of hate. I know, and you know what the, the Alex Jones guy is saying about five G, yeah, right? Five G is going to be the mind control. Uh, you know, we are now no. completely. You know, dependent. Depended upon them, so now they're going to alter our brains and stuff. You know, are they going to make me smarter? It could be good. You know, you know, <laughs> you never know. But the thing is, wild though is, it's like uh, that is going to be a thing. I mean, I remember like three G, four. You know, and then like, but something about five seems scary. You know, I don't yeah, know. Like, how much do you need? The data. It's just the data they lose. It's just more radiation next to your head. Yeah, and that's that the worst cool. part. I, I I try to put the phone further away from me. And I, I, I would, 
my excuse is because my alarm's on there, but how lazy am I not to just go buy an alarm clock, you know? I think a lot of people use, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this podcast, don't use your phone for an alarm. I think that's the way they're going to get you with that 5G. I got the old wooden general. When we're asleep. Not when we're awake, because we're like, what the fuck? What's going on with me? When we're asleep and the phones are next to us, mm-hmm. that's well, when they're going to come get us. That's I have a really good app. It's called Sleep Cycle. And uh, I've it, seen that. Yeah. yeah. And so my phone is under my pillow while I'm sleeping. So I'm literally as close as possible. Wow. What but, if you like, lose a tooth? What if like, the tooth fairy mistakes like your phone for your tooth? Are you concerned about these things? No, I got a password, passcode. Yeah. But the tooth fairy's magic, bro. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, that's is there a tooth fairy app? I imagine there's like, I don't know. I saw kids so excited to get their phones, their first phones. It's a shame that this going down, you know, because kids are never going to be able to grow up without this, and they'll never, they'll never know. And then we'll be old, and we'll tell them about, and they look at us like we're fucking nuts, you know. And there's no way around it. Everybody is going towards that, but you know, twelve years from now, right? who knows maybe even five years man we'll see what happens in 2020 with the election you're just gonna like think call bob and then you'll hear hear dial tone yeah that'd be great actually or listen to music while like you're at work and just not have any headphones on i want that's what i want all the technology i want all the people all the smartest people in the world who are focusing on flying cars and all that shit Mm -hmm. everybody needs to focus on teleportation as soon as we get teleportation down I mean, Elon's gotta be. Oh my, I mean, that, when people ask me what my superhero power would be, it would be teleportation. Oh, you're gonna love Umbrella Academy then. Just There's put no that way, out there. Though, you can do that. Uh, well, I mean, like, no, if you think about it, that's been thought about for centuries, you know? Really, what you're doing is you're moving one object of mass across a different space of time, you yeah. know? Yeah, does it have to go through wires, though? Like, it's like Willy Wonka, well, where the TV, we were, the key goes in the yeah. TV. We were talking about uh, that Spider-Man film. The Spider-Man film has the Hadron Collider in it. That is the superconductor that can create mass. So, I mean, if they can do that and create Dude. matter, the God yeah, particle. Especially in a cartoon, you know, since they're doing it in the cartoon. Then no, in real life, look it up there. Quiz now. <laughs> if teleportation becomes like a... No more airports. A daily thing. You know? All the people that work at the airport. Oh, big, big air is going to keep teleportation... Out of, commercial, uh, out of commercial access. Totally. Um, I think the teleportation, I mean, the whole thing just getting rid. I mean, he does have that tunnel coming too. You saw that, right? He's got the, mm-hmm. so you can go like 30 miles in like what, four, yeah, five seconds? San Fran to LA in 30 minutes or some shit. It's usually like an eight hour drive. People are going to start playing a lot more pranks. Tell me. Yeah, but if. If that thing crashes, you got no shot. Totally, you got no shot. But I don't think Elon's that dumb, though. He's smart, man. He's got the space needle. I mean, the SpaceX <laughs> the space needle. Imagine if that was his. He needs a babysitter. And you know what's crazy? He's got all this technology. He's got all this strength. And apparently, he still had time to sneak up into Johnny Depp's house and get what Amber hurt. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Johnny Sooner for $50 million because, you know, he dest- she destroyed his character. And now he's claiming that she was cheating on him that's another one can can you like watch johnny depp movies knowing full circle knowing what kind of person he is i think i knew he was that person though yeah <laughs> i think true. he knew he was a drunk you know yeah. a violent drunk that like slamming shit i don't think he I, who knows i mean everybody's got their 
I see. That's why I think if you have a lot of money, you just you could just lose your mind in the course of a day. All it takes is one push. I still think that these celebrities, you know, have writers for their celebrity persona. True. I still think it's just like the the there's like what you see on screen, what you see on a little screen, what you hear, and people are all just writing these. Stories. Oh yeah, for sure. Like Roseanne. Kicked off the show. Like it's all I don't know. She or... might actually be that crazy. I believe she you, like... is crazy. She's totally crazy. But that's her appeal, though. Yeah. What? Who's to say that no one's just writing all this? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is weird though that we're entering this time where you got you your record or like your personal public image matters more than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know. They're gonna get everybody for every text they ever sent in ten years. Oh yeah. I mean, James Gunn getting fired from that movie. What's to stop it? Who's who's put pumping the brakes? I don't know, man. But we'll be here to figure it out, you know? We covered a lot of things this evening. Wide range of topics, you know? If you're thinking about the same things we are, we appreciate it. I appreciate Alex Mandel for coming in here to the lounge this evening. Yeah, I hope th- I hope this turned out well. I this hope ca- I this turned out exactly content. how I want it. Okay, good. We cover lots of things here on the on the show but yeah i wish you the best man you know thanks for always supporting all the things that i've done in the past and i'll continue to support you as well mickey you know first off love having you thanks very much for being the co-host this evening my name's bob this has been another episode of bobcast oh shit was i supposed to say something there